Hi, I'm Eric Angevine. Thanks for joining me on Radio Superfly. Recently, I began exploring the high-life music of Africa's western Gold Coast region, beginning with its roots in Ghana. Today, we'll follow the musical form across the border into Nigeria, where a whole host of talented musicians added their own flavor to the mix. Classic high-life music was dance band music, with plenty of horns. British-born, Ghanaian-educated musician John Collins said, High-life started in Ghana, and it's a fusion music, like samba for Brazilians, jazz for Americans, and calypso for Trinidadians. Like many 20th century music forms, it flowed from multiple streams, native rhythms, colonial instruments and structures, and an island sound brought back to Africa by descendants of Caribbean slaves. That early sound can be heard in this track by the Nigerian band leader Victor Olaya and his cool cats. Nigerian superstar Fela Kuti, who would go on to create a worldwide sensation called Afrobeat, got his start playing high life. Even in the late 50s and early 60s, he was a little political. This track, recorded by Fela's band Kula Lobitos, was titled Nigerian Independence. Legendary band leader Bobby Benson had multiple hits, but I'm most intrigued by Niger Mambo, which begins to alter the sound Nigeria inherited from Ghana. The strong African melody adds a darker, richer tone that takes the music in a new direction. The song was covered by American jazz musicians Stanley Turrentine, Jackie McLean, and Randy Weston.
Nigeria gained independence from the United Kingdom in 1960, but it was hardly a unified nation. Tribal, religious, and political friction fueled a series of military coups, and in 1967, the Nigeria-Biafra War. Many talented musicians died in the struggle, and financial upkeep for large brass bands became untenable in the aftermath. Smaller high-life guitar bands that appealed to younger listeners then became the dominant form. A musical genius and fashion icon by the name of Prince Nico Mabarga took the guitar-based high lifestyle to new heights. He added musical touches from Cameroon and Congo to his influential style, which made it appeal to fans across a wider geographical area. His crowning achievement was Sweet Mother, which sold around 15 million copies and became a standard covered by musicians around the world. By 1970, Felakuti's trancey, politicized Afrobeat music, with strong elements of jazz and funk, had taken over the music scene. High Life was undeniably infused in Afrobeat, but it was not the dominant musical form going forward. In 1971, British drummer and rock and roll legend Ginger Baker made a pilgrimage to Lagos by car, driving through the deserts of Algeria and Niger and filming the entire journey. 
In the resulting documentary called Ginger Baker in Africa, he recounts meeting his hero, Fela Kuti. What can you say about Fela? We went to Calabar to film him, and it rained. In Calabar, they have over 200 inches of rain a year. This night, they proved it. Everybody got soaked. It was a wonder no one got electrocuted. High Life music also found its way to Europe as Ghanaian immigrants to Germany collaborated with local producers to spawn a genre known as Burger High Life. In the 21st century, high life lives on as a component of hip life, which fuses high life roots with hip hop. I go do my dear, as long as it no cost my lava. Smells. Mommy say you go treat me well, oh. Give me good love and no be kiss and tell, oh. No be say after that wine I'm well, oh. Make you no go leave your girl for inside well. Why oh, why As much as the sound has changed over the decades, it's nice to know that the original High Life DNA is still there. Thanks for joining me on Radio Superfly. I hope you've enjoyed learning more about the High Life music of Ghana and Nigeria. Come on, 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 come on,